All right. Well, here we are. We are live on uh, Wisdom, and we're live on uh, Yerg's Radio with our This Week in Outrage show, uh, where we just kind of chat about what's going on in the memes, what's going on in the news, what we see this week, and, uh, you know, did we find anything interesting to talk about? And uh, that's what we'll do. So this show is This Week in Outrage. It's a little weekly show that we do, usually weekly. We don't always get it done. I have another podcast called Outrage Overload, which is kind of a more serious podcast about outrage in society, outrage in politics, and lowering the temperature. And sometimes some topics we talk about overlap a little bit, but this is a totally different format. This show we don't really edit. We just turn on the mics and go. Uh, we just have some fun. So hopefully you'll uh, enjoy it as well, and we'll talk for about an hour usually. Oh. Yummy. Cheers, babe. Cheers. So it's me, David, and I'm here with Lisa. Hi. And um, we're going to dive right in. Yeah, we're drinking a triple um, Belgian-style ale. Mmm, tasty. I like it. It's one of my favorite kind of beers. Very good. Well, how was your week? Uh, it was good. Did this... this oh, so hectic... It's a very hectic week. Yeah, this week was a bit crazy. And we're heading into a hecticer week. Hecticer? Hecticer. What's going Is on that this a week that's more hectic? Um, well, all the uh, everybody who works off-site is going to be on-site for a week, so that's always means a lot of work for me. Mm, okay. But um, I always enjoy seeing everybody. So. But. Yeah. Yeah, but that means it. Um, you're going to have to figure out dinner for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was kicking ass on dinner all uh, last two weeks, huh? Yeah. So. I just oh, 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 sorry. What was that? <laughs> some, some, wrong way. Yeah. Something that you were listening to. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I have actually a million things. We could talk about a lot of stuff. We but, always have a million things. But mostly I well, only have a Well, you know, the big of, news today. I saw that. And. But mostly I just have a couple that will probably occupy all the time, but I have extras if, if we need it. But okay. Anyway, so yeah, it's going to be one of those. If we start talking about my stuff, I can talk about it probably the whole time. All right, so where do you want to start? Well, th- there was big news today. Yeah, the big D. The big D, right. And um, he... Um, if you had, guys hadn't heard, DeSantis dropped out. He's suspended, which I think is kind it's of... It's the same thing. I know. Sort of say. It's language that they use. It's like... I'm just going to stop for a little bit. Yeah. You know, doesn't that what suspend means? Or suspend doesn't mean quit. I mean, theoretically, no. It doesn't mean quit, but he's clearly quitting. Yeah, so uh, he's out. Um, But he did this whole thing about how we can't go back to billionaires taking over. We can't go back to all this influence, but I'm going to support Trump. It's like, (laughs) what, dude, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird speech, because, like, what was the takeaway from that? Yeah. Yeah. It was also, like, it seemed premature to support Trump that quick, to endorse Trump that quickly. It does. It does. But I guess that's just what he's going to do. Yep. And, um, you know, the, they... <laughs> oh, that dog is fucking it. So, um, the Biden campaign has raised... So much money, yeah. Three times the amount of money that um, the other campaign, Trump campaign, raised quarter four, which I find actually quite surprising. 
Do you think there's like going to be with all these, um, with the um, primaries, everybody's going to be pretty just eh, apathetic to all the primaries. People are apathetic even before the <laughs> primaries, but yeah. I know. And all those caucuses, when they were talking about, um, you know, everybody coming out. Oh, everyone came out. Only 2% of the uh, voting population voted in yeah. those caucuses. Something like that, because it's like you take how many are in the party, how many are eligible to you know be in the caucus, and how many actually voted. Yeah, it's, it's a tiny, tiny, and how many actually voted. You know, yeah. So it was a tiny, small number. I forget. The, I don't know if that's if it's that low, but it was a low number. So primaries generally are lower voting anyway. Well, I think, the but two percent, yeah, especially the way Iowa does it because of the that whole caucusing thing. I think that even makes it lower typically. Because you got to be involved in the caucus thing. So you have to stay. It's like you can't just run in and say do something. You have to stay the whole to the end. And stuff like to have that. Have your yeah. vote counted. Stuff like that. Yeah, you got to like participate. We should find out. Yeah. No, should we though? I don't know. It's yeah. just to me. I was just stunned to hear that two percent number when they they totally hijacked the news for the whole. Um, in 30 days, there's going to be a caucus. In 29 days, let's talk about a caucus. Right. You know, they just totally uh, monopolized the news. And that's the news' fault. I get it. I get it. But it just completely monopolized the news. And only 2% of people voted. Is that because of the weather? How, what percentage normally votes they, they in said the, the caucus? They said the turnout was not bad. Like, it wasn't high, but it wasn't that bad given the weather. We have to understand how few people select our leaders. Right, especially at the national level, yeah. That That's not good. Well, in these knife-edge elections, too, it's like the winners win. You know, I mean, last time, the, the last, like, four elections have been pretty close. And, I mean, I mean, pretty close in terms of what the states and the districts that actually won, right? Um, because... You know, Biden supposedly won by 7 million votes or whatever, right? Okay, but if you look at how he won, it was like 10,000 here and 12,000 there and maybe 30,000 there. So, you know, it's only those... It was a lot of close races. Yeah, it was a lot. It was those few swing states where he won by small margins that, you know, gave him the electoral college. So, you know, it's like, it's a a weird setup right now. And these are, these knife edge elections aren't going away. No. They're going to be, it's going to be close like this for, we'd have to make some serious changes to things and you know and the question then becomes how much should we start radically changing our institutions either right that's a whole nother you know question you don't want to just start radically tearing things apart but certainly i think ranked choice voting and um open primaries would be a big improvement but it's tough because we've settled on this two-party system and you know there's not much that two parties agree on but not having a third party is one of them did we settle fight. on a two-party system or just the two-party? I mean, because as I, I mean, remember... The country, the this political system has, you know, settled on this two-party system. is well, I mean, entrenched. There could, there, These parties are now entrenched. There can be other parties. It's just that they are not... There are other parties technically. Right, but technically, I'm saying, right. But I'm saying these two parties have entrenched themselves. They have all the power. You know, they control primaries in most states. Mm-hmm. They they can really dictate how the election, you know, how who we and who ends up on the final ballot by a large amount. Yeah. If you or I try to run, we can't meet the qualifications. We won't get on the ballot. So, you know, um, so that's the system that we're in now. And how a third party could come about now 
with those parties having that much power. And like I said, that's the one thing they'll fight together on to keep the third party out. And the other thing is, if a third party does come in, you know, the other parties will start to um, appropriate whatever issue positions cause that third party to get a little bit popular. And then they'll just move back to uh, one of the two parties again. So it's really tough for a third party now. I don't, I don't, I don't know how, because, you know, that's a big thing that other, a lot of other countries have as an advantage is more than one, more than two parties. So it tends to be not just a, um, you know, bifurcated fight like that, right? You get more variability. So one, it's hard for one party to gain too much power because you sort of split the power across three to five parties. We don't do that, right? Yeah. We split the power between these two parties. Right. And the way the electoral college works at the national level, it's a, you know, it's a really, it's it's a mess because most states have almost no influence on the election, right? It's Michigan, it's Pennsylvania, it's you know, it's a few of these small states is is what decides these elections now. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, everywhere else, it's it's a done deal. Colorado's not going to make a difference. The fact that Trump won't be on the ballot. I mean, might not be on the ballot. He probably will be, but I'm just saying, if he weren't on the ballot in Colorado, it makes no difference. He when is the wasn't Supreme going to win Colorado anyway? When is the Supreme Court supposed to have the answer on that one? Any day now. Decision. I mean, not the answer. No, that's their that decision. One, oh no, I'm sorry. I was I was thinking of the immunity case. The um, no, that one. The um, arguments I think start this week. I want to say, so I think they'll start here. They were talking about starting to hear the arguments on that. Case is this, this going to delay uh, Colorado's uh, election? They say it, they won't, but it, I, you know, yeah, they say it won't. No, they say it won't. But it's going to still throw a kind of a wrench in the thing because they're printing ballots and, and he might not even be on that. I, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. Like, are they delaying printing the ballots? Or I they, think they have to. Yeah, so I don't know what's happening. I, I don't know how much it's going to, if it's literally going to delay things. or I, I mean, I think they're still going with the same dates. But, yeah, there's, there's issues about that. And the main waiting to see what the Supreme Court says. And whatever the Supreme Court decides about Colorado might actually have no effect on Maine. Like, because I think the Supreme Court is going to try to come up with an answer here that is not some kind of a set precedent-setting thing. Mm-hmm. They'll try to do some kind of a weird... Um, they'll, they'll make this as narrow as they possibly can so that other states can't necessarily apply it. Doesn't doesn't answer the question the way we all want it to. Right, they're going to avoid that, I think, at all costs. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly know how, but I think they'll come up with some way to decide something that affects Colorado, but has may not have that much impact on other states and what what we know about the Fourteenth Amendment. We like, I don't think we're going to learn that much about the Fourteenth Amendment, but you know, I could be wrong. But that's kind of my theory. I think that's where one thing where all the um, uh, news is kind of falling apart. There should be documentaries up the yin yang about the Fourteenth Amendment, what it is, why it was put in place, where it's ever been invoked. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, and I think that this just comes back to civic education in general. You know, this is a you know this is one of my uh, hot buttons <laughs> that like I don't understand why we don't have more civic education. Why do we take it out to begin with? Like. One of the whole reasons for starting public schools was to have civic education. That was like a big part of it, right? So we'd have an, a, an educated populace that understand how the government worked, how their own, how our government worked, like <laughs> what our role is and stuff like that. And uh, so I just don't understand why they don't have that. Well, we don't have that. And, and uh, you know, the lately the, you know, the most recent poll, and this has just been declining over the years, but like, you know, 
almost no no one getting out of uh, high school has you know can pass a basic you know test about about the, how the government works no no but i think and most adults you know can't either well you know they they, they said well, they were talking about the 14 month before just to, because you a president can't be uh mentally incapacitated and I said, oh, we could just prove that he... Well, that was the 25th. Before. Is that the 25th? Yeah. Well, let's see. See? See? We need to have... Um, and none of these have really been tested because nobody's ever used them. So right, that's what I'm saying. That's what we need to look at. That's what we need to look at that as a whole. I mean, we, we're kind of... People are kind of saying, this will, the 14th Amendment will be our savior. And that's just going to... It's going to... Yeah. You open it's a that's a Pandora's box. Well, and people say that stuff. Like, uh, dude, the, the ballot box, you just... Plan on doing it at the ballot box because the legal system is not your not going to work. Not your friend here. Right. The legal system challenges take years and years and years, so legal system is not your solution here. Right. Ballot box is the only only if you want you want anything to change is the ballot box at this point because the legal system, like, you know these these trials take years even to start and then they take years to settle with all the appeals and everything else. Oh, did I save this? I want I wondered if I saved this. There was a um, a state. I think it was Arizona, someplace in Arizona, where um, there. Um, oh, here, here it is. No, that's not it. So, as one of the um, what's the what's the word? You know, people didn't believe that the election was real last time. Mm-hmm. He. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You're beeping all over the place over there. What's going I know. on? You need to go answer the phone. No. No, I got it. Yeah, so I've also got a buzz coming out of that mic for some reason. I don't know why we got such a loud buzz coming from your mic. Yeah. It's probably running by a power cord somewhere that I don't see. Doesn't get any better. <laughs> I have to deal with that later. <laughs> to work on that in post. <laughs> but yeah, so all right, so you were saying something about what? Oh, the men- amendments and how we don't understand. No, them. no, no. There was you know, what's the the election deniers. So one oh, yeah, of the yeah. election deniers, I think it's in Arizona, was got on the election board. Oh yeah, that's and, um, happening in a lot no, of No, no, no! Stop, stop, stop! Yeah, stop. I'm just saying. I know, but I'm just. That's not the only place. Okay, where stop. Okay, already. <laughs> so one of the election deniers got on the election board. It's up, and he um, saw that um, there was no election fraud in, in, in the elections that he was doing, and but they his party kept pushing him, going. There has to be, you know, you need to look closer, you need to get closer. And he just quit. He's like, everything's fine. And I don't know what that... Well, and that's, and that's the thing. If you... <sighs> okay. I'm sorry. So if you go look at, um, you know, if you go work in an election sometime and you say there's fraud, I mean, are you kidding? I mean, there's so much. If you go actually work in some of these things where there's real civil servants that are volunteering their time... And they're, um, 
you know, and they they care about elections and they care about the country. I mean, you know, and even if you had a rogue person in there, for them, that one person, when you have all these, you know, dedicated regular old citizens, they're just your neighbors and regular people. They aren't like on on some conspiracy theory plan. Um, uh, you know, so it's like to think that 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 there's fraud in there is just like you know, it's it's pretty sad because, you know, um, you know, that's just not. If you actually go in and work in the government, you could see that first of all, you know, a conspiracy trying to organize a conspiracy with, uh, with, um, you know, with, <laughs> with how complicated these systems are and stuff. I mean, give me a break. They can't even run a project. They're going to run a conspiracy right. you know, when you actually work. But you know, when you work like on an election or something, it's just regular people. These are like citizens. They have good faith intentions. Like you're not going to. You know, fraud would be you know so hard to do in some big scale way. Yeah, sure, a few people can do something, but you know, could probably you know fill out the form wrong and do this and that. And but you know, it's just not going to have an impact on the election. Yeah, but um, yeah, most people um, are volunteers anyway. Not very few of these pay, people pay these election workers. Right, they're just citizens that care about the country. Right. Can you get closer? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. That's, Is this too close? That's a little too close. <laughs> We're not yes. doing like an ASMR video. Yes. <laughs> what sounds would an election have yeah. that I can make? <laughs> they ruffle some papers. <laughs> What's your name, doll? <laughs> Sign here. Yeah. So, and I also fell down the trap of um, listening to an hour of, uh, you know, it. okay, I'm going to say this right now. I think that there are, you know, there's all the news channels, and I hate to call them news channels because they're entertainment channels, but um, the news channels, and they all have every hour or every like three hour segment is hosted by a different um, person, right? Mm-hmm. And each of those different person person has their own personality and their actual their own agenda or their own. Um, Wait, you know, like style or whatever. No, no, no. They're, they're their own. Which, I mean, they what party they believe in, what side they believe on. So it's fine. I, and so I find it funny if you let someone go on like that and just go and talk about their party and their agenda and not the news. It's quite. <laughs> it makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> so like even on CNN, I see it sometimes, and on. Oh, MSNBC, like a couple of them. Most of them. Well, I mean, they're all commentators. They're all not necessarily news. I know, people. but that's what that's the that's part of the problem. Right. Is that there are just they're they're talk show hosts. Right. They're talk what show they hosts. Are. Yeah. And um, so it. It's all news commentary. It's not news. Right. Right, and that's what we have to. And some some of the commentators are way more. Um, opinionated than others and then some of but <laughs> i always love the ones that go well you know i worked in the white house <laughs> well when i worked <laughs> at the white house right. it's like oh wow did you work at the white house it's almost like a drinking game right or i'm a lawyer oh yeah, it's yeah i'm a lawyer i'm yeah. a lawyer yeah can you be a journalist why don't you be a journalist that's what we need more as journalists yeah with journalist integrity and journalist ethics and journalists you know whole thing so you know it's very uh it's 
very annoying. So the Supreme Court's not going to listen to the uh, transgender bathroom talk. It's going to push it back down to the states. Um, Did and you what hear about the, that? What was the case? I, I don't know. What keeping it, transgender kids out of the bathroom, that, keeping them out of the bathroom they, from the sex they weren't assigned at, at birth. Well, so what was decided at the lower court? The, the kids could... Um, Go to whatever bathroom? Yeah. Well, so, some states. I see. So, all right. So, but this case that's decided, that means well, they're not going to hear it. That means it just stays what, what The Supreme is. Court did, de, uh, declined Tuesday to decide whether schools can bar transgender students from using a bathroom that reflects their gender identity, leaving a place to a lower court that allowed transgender middle school boy in Indiana uh, to use the to use the boys' uh, restroom. Um, so that means that the boy will be able to use the restroom, or the transgender boy will, right? Know, because they won't uh, overturn it. Correct. But then it's just still left to whoever to figure it out from here on out. Yes. So here's my outrage. You ready to break in? I thought we were already talking about her outrage. No, I mean, here's my big one of the of the week. Wait a minute. Let me take a sip. <laughs> well, we talked about this a little bit last week, but it's just, uh, you know, grinding my gears. <laughs> the Spawny Willis thing and the, and the uh, improper relationship with her top prosecutor. Okay. Okay, I'm so, it's, I'm so outraged about this because, um, you know, here we are. You know, we have, especially young people, we're so, they're so like put off by politics and by government and, you know, and all, and just, they feel like it's all corrupt. Everything's corrupt. It's all corrupt. And so I'm not even going to participate. Like they're just opting out, you know, I mean, more than just young people, but I think young people in particular are. And then she does this, like, you know, this is, this is I'm just outraged about this. I mean, this she does what? Well, she does has this improper relationship with a top prosecutor that's okay. working for her. She brings this guy in. Right. She has the power to do that. She's, yes. she's in a position of power. Yep. She brings this guy in. He yep. has a high salary. There were other qualified candidates. She could have not elected to say, well, I don't want a conflict of interest, so I won't bring this guy in. She, and, and he's making like half a million dollars. You know, comes in because he's, he's a private, you know, he's a private outside contractor. Mm-hmm. So her office hired the guy. It's paying him half a million dollars. He's questionably, you know, competent. You know, there are other people that are probably as competent. She didn't have to bring him in. Um, so it raises all these questions of corruption, right? And so this is all we need in the middle of this big case that's important. And we already have a whole population that's pissed off and, and, and you know, doesn't, thinks everything's corrupt and wants, you know, is re- they're just apathetic and they want out. They're done with it. And then you do this, you know? So she, she, um, she uh, works like a man, you mean? Because men do that all the time. Well, yeah, there is that part you could say okay, as well. So but I'm just saying, this don't do this. You need to be better <laughs> because you have to set an example. You have to. Have, it's a higher standard, and that's the whole thing we've been trying to say. But when, it's also a higher standard when you're taking on the president, you're claiming corruption, you're claiming all these things, and then you do it. There's so much on. Yes. You're in a spotlight. You're representing yes. the all these institutions, and. You go out and you and you do this, you know, and you had options, right? And 
you know, and it's just because I'm so frustrated with how people are already at the edge. Like, they're so over it. They think everything's corrupt. And then this is just one more, it well, is corrupt story. Part of the problem, too, is that we put a lot of hope in what she was pulling together. And everybody kept talking about how great she was and how if anybody can do it, she's the one to do it. And she's probably had this guy work on many things before. And I'm saying that, what do you mean she had an improper relationship with him? Don't Before you jump down my throat, let me just say, is she single? Is he single? Have they been dating for a while? Is this just, just they happen to be in the same business? Okay. Yeah, again, if, okay, so your colleagues, you're, uh, you're just adults and you have a relationship. No problem. I don't care, right? But, you know, your colleagues at, a, at, a, at an office starts to get a little questionable, but okay. But now your colleagues in a government place, that's a little bit more touchy. You, you'd be a little careful there. Now you're a supervisory role who makes hiring decisions about your boyfriend, that takes it to another level, and you're in, in this government. you know. So basically, your relationship with a subordinate who receives a high-profile appointment and over other more experienced colleagues, you know, that's a problem. I'm sorry, that's okay, a problem. Did, okay, did, did, is that proven that she got promoted above more experienced, higher-profile colleagues? I don't know how proven it is, okay. but it's been, you know, it's been uh, expressed. Don't don't get me wrong, David. I agree with you. It's I'm very upset with her going, How could you fuck this up? Right. You had one job, why did you how did you fuck it up? And you're supposed to be super smart and this is a pretty fucking dumb thing to do. But I'm also want to point out that if the genders were reversed on this. Well, I would still be equally upset. No, about you it. wouldn't. I totally would. No, because you wouldn't. You if know this why? Was a man in the same place you know that she why? is because of running this. Do you know why? Running this big of an investigation, and they and they all and then they now expose themselves to this uh, this um, accusation of scandal. Yes, I'd be absolutely equally pissed off. You wouldn't because you wouldn't know about it because it wouldn't come up. Well, there's that okay. possibility. But I, if it did come up, I'd be equally. Of course, off about of it. course, of course, of course. But is she married? I, no, I don't think it's anything like that. I'm, stop. I don't I'm know. I'm asking questions. I have no idea. Look that up. I don't know. Because I don't care. In fact, I don't even care about that part of it. Because that's not really illegal either. I don't care no, about I, that. No, I understand. You and I have this whole thing. Like, I don't care what you do in your marriage. That's between you guys or whatever. But the the general public doesn't have that uh, view. So that's why I'm asking that. I, I don't know. I think it's irrelevant, but I don't know. Because that doesn't make... I mean, I guess that makes the scandal a little bit worse, no, but it's a moral it, question. It, it is. But, Morality is what they are looking at. But the, but the big thing to me is that now she can easily be accused of corruption. And what do you with mean some she, credibility. She is accused of corruption. That's what I'm saying. You have a case to be made. So how, what's going on in the trial? Well, the trial is going on so right far, now. more or less, anyway. But there no, 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 no. The trial, she's in a trial. She's, in, she's being called in she's, as a witness. Uh, uh, no, it's an investigation. Right. So how's that going? Um, I don't know. They're just beginning. Is this the first time she's called him in to do some work? Uh, he was called in in the fall of 2021 to do something uh, as else. A special prosecutor, despite Wade having little quote unquote little experience prosecuting criminal cases in Atlanta area, according to the Washington Post. 
But did he have air, did he have experience in and other areas? And then Willis was subpoenaed to appear in Wade's divorce proceedings, leading to the legal. Well, yeah, obviously he's a lawyer, so he's got experience, but um, uh, he doesn't David, have RICO experience apparently. We've met lawyers who you're like, I don't know how you get out of bed in the morning. You're so fucking stupid. Right. But now Willis has been subpoenaed to appear at Wade's divorce proceedings, right. leading, leading the legal team for for um, uh, Michael Roman, a co-defendant in Trump's election interference case, to file um, to have the case thrown out due to conflict of interest. Right. So she got pulled into that trial. What? And how did that trial go? Well, I don't think it's ha- anything's happened with that yet. I think that motion is just there and they haven't acted on it yet. But they say it's likely to slow down proceedings. But that motion probably won't do a lot because I don't think they can have the whole case dismissed on those grounds. Um, but it's also, you know, but my whole point is that it gives a plausible argument for corruption in a case Agreed. that is like historic. Agreed. And I'm so pissed off about that. Agreed. You know, I'm so pissed off about that. No, she basically threw it all away. She threw it all away. For all, she threw it, yeah, threw everybody under the bus, basically. No, she didn't talk about that. She just basically took it, and it's all garbage now. Nobody's going to believe any of it. But the problem is, is that I seriously believe that if this, if the roles were reversed or the genders were reversed, this would not be a problem. Well, it still might have come out if someone had to testify in somebody's divorce proceedings. It still might have come out, even if it was the genders were reversed. I don't see it as a gender thing. I do. I 100% see it as a gender thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure people will dig harder on that. But, I mean, I'm just saying, why expose yourself to that? This is such an obvious case that you just don't do it. Like, you don't need to do this. You could fire, find someone else. You could but, find someone but else. But she'd been using him before. I don't know. Well, you just told me she had. Well. Did she no, call she, him in she, other cases? It doesn't say. No, it just says she pointed. I don't know about other. I don't know about other cases. This is saying that they put on this case in 2021. Um, you know, and I want to point out here that doesn't have anything to do with Trump's guilt or not in the stuff he's being charged with. I mean, it has no impact of that. Whatsoever. So if they if they replace Fannie Willis and they replace this guy, do they, if they have enough to keep going, then she did a good job. Well, I, that would be a massive delay because. You'd have to get a different. You'd have. She'd have to be somehow. She'd have to quit as district attorney or or, or um, attorney general. I mean, and then, um, I mean, district attorney, and then someone would have to. She'd have to be replaced. Well, it sounds by like she, she's got corruption under. She's going to be uh, ousted anyway. If this is considered corruption, she should be ousted anyway. Well, it might be, but I'm saying even if she's not, it'll be considered corruption in the eyes of the public. It's always going to have happens. that asterisk next to it. Yeah. Well, and, I, and yeah, right, exactly. And not only just for this case, but just for people being civically engaged at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it just drives people out of the system one more, you know, it's one more thing that drives people out of the system. Because, you know, and we need, we need people to get involved in the system. Democracy does not, a, a republic doesn't run itself. Like, it requires people, is- and it requires people... Every generation has to be re-educated on what it all is. What is the Constitution? What is the Declaration of Independence? You know, every generation has to start from scratch and learn that. And and without that, you don't have a republic. Well, and this, do you also think our problem too is we get, we put our hopes for correction to all this that's going on, or not correction, I guess, you know, like the yeah, like the moral, the arc of, 
you know, right. time put, goes towards morality or some shit right. like that. So we're putting we're putting our hopes in people and not in the Constitution. Well, you have to put your hopes in Wait, people because it's people that the Constitution can't defend itself. It's people that have to defend the Constitution. I understand. Okay, I get that, but we're also saying, you know, oh, she filed this case. We got him now. Well, yeah, that's a whole different problem, but yeah, no, for sure. but that's what we do. That's and oh, that's yeah. and that's how we think being engaged, especially when, when we don't know anything about how the court system works. <laughs> And we think it's going to suddenly get us justice. Has Stacey Abrams commented? You haven't heard much from Stacey Abrams, huh? Mm-mm. No, I have not seen Stacey Abrams comment on this. Do you think she's a pulled Fonny over and go, are you effing kidding me? You know, and so far she hasn't done anything to really respond to this and head, face it head on. I think that's another mistake. She also, um, I'm, I'm also going to say that Fonny Willis did not do this in a vacuum. There are a lot of people in that room when she's assigning things, and nobody said to her, this is not going to look good. That's true. She's got some bad advisors. <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying most politicians have bad advisors with some of the things that have happened. But she had, so apparently everybody, you know, going, look, you, this is gonna, um, not going to look good. You should rethink this. You can, not saying fire them, have them working, but don't have them take lead. Or don't have, you know... You need to have some other name up there. Yeah. Well, I don't think she should have hired him at all. Not, I understand it. I, and, and, that subordinate I'm also, relationship, that's just not right, especially in, in a situation like this. We once worked at a company together. Yeah, but you weren't. You didn't work for me. No, I did not work for you, but that was <laughs> like when we both stood back and went, we got to get out of here. <laughs> right. This is not. This, nobody's going to come out alive on this one. This, <laughs> yeah. I think you and I worked at Hedonism Inc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that company was bad. <laughs> well, we met each other there, though. Yeah. No, I mean, but that company was bad about that. I know about that. I mean, it was like, oh my god, everybody's with everybody. I know. Sometimes I think back of that company and I think about you know I really do coin it as Hedonism Inc. Every CE, every C level executive was dating someone within their department. With, you know, below them, and I sometimes I look back where there's all this uh, shenanigans going on, and you and I are crawling on the floor to try to get out, and that's where we bump into each other. When <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, first when you're young, and that's your one of your very first jobs at a company. You think, wow, this company has lots of parties. It's fun. Everyone's so nice here. Everything. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think you could legally do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. It was, yeah. Even it was bad for even then, and and in those days you uh, could th- do a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But no. So she, um, I, I, we take a little side trip there, but yeah. So she's made a huge mistake, and everyone around her. I'm saying no one loves her that it's around her because why would you? It, it's such an obvious. Especially if she has greater political aspirations down the road this is going to really hurt that but what if it turns out that no he just this is just a, her go-to person and, and they just started dating afterwards it still looks bad well, it still looks bad doctors and lawyers have these uh, code of ethics but well and that's yeah and i don't know if, if they're she hasn't broken any laws now, as far as i know neither one has broken any laws i'm not claiming that no and they may or may not have broken you some ethics rules you, you can't you can't um you know, if there are some kind of a rule about appropriation of funds or something, 
you know, there might be some ethics rules. And, and Brian Kemp may have to step into this, which will, you know, delay this trial even more. He's their um, governor. governor. So she works for him, basically. So, you know, but yeah, so it's just like, it's just a horrible idea. Like this was just, and it's so, it's, it lets me down so much that, you know, you would do this. And like I say, well, I just think about the consequences to the nation at large for getting this specific case. Just more about people just... But can I out. can I say another thing too though? She if 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 this is what the news um, says it is, meaning that she hired this guy mostly because they're in a relationship, or that he's good looking or whatever. That's exactly what Trump does. Well, and that's part of the problem for me a little bit here too because there's a hypocrisy aspect to it. Right. Exactly. So. Oh yeah, Trump did this to the billions of dollars. And he's still he's still doing it. I mean, if you think if you look at who, um, but that's kind of also the point. Like, if we're trying to say we want to stop corruption, then don't also create a counter corruption case. But I, I'm saying that what if this turns out to not even be a corruption at all? Once the I don't think it can not okay. turn out. It's already corruption. It's already corruption in people's minds. I'm not saying there'll be any legal or official consequences. But this from is it even. exactly what he does. I know. That's why I hate it even more because here you are hypocritically doing hypocritically doing the same thing. You know, you're giving him an argument to say, but everybody does it. Which is what he says all the time. He, you know, said that. He literally said that about his uh, rape case. People do this all the time? Yeah. He said, yeah. Um, you know, he said celebrities can do it. Nobody stops them. And, and he got away with it. No, he lost that case. He got away with it. Criminally, so far, he's gotten away with everything. He, oh, you mean the E. Jean Carroll case? Yeah. He's losing that case. He, he already did, lost that case. He, and did, he got charged with sexual assault. He got, or no, sexual battery. No, it's, it's sexual assault. He's, he's liable because you can't be liable. criminal. You he can't, can't be, be guilty in a... In a in so a, he did get away with it. He, well, they can't prosecute criminally because it's past the statute of limitations. So this is the closest you can get to... You know, uh, I have to read that thing from uh-huh. from the judge that I sent you. Dude, where's my phone? Oh, it's right here. Could you have that text? You can read it, or I'll read it. But the point is that he's liable for sexual assault. That's been proven in court, decided by a jury. Evidence backs it up, and that's a thing that happened. Now, you know, is it going to actually be a consequence? Because he'll pay some dumb fine, right? He doesn't care about that fine. There isn't a fine. You or I couldn't handle a, you know, some fine if something happened. It would be a consequence. For him, it's not a consequence at all. A, he doesn't care. It's it's PR money. You know, for him, it's it just helps him in the PR case. It says the proof, convict, convictingly established, convincingly established, convincingly established, and the jury implicitly found that Mr. Trump deliberately and forcibly assaulted Miss Carroll. Causing immediate pain and long lasting. No, you say the real words the judge said. I'm going to read that because this is a this is a district. This is a United States. This is a United States District Court judge. You get mad in a court of law speaking on the prohibitive Republican nominee for president of the United States of America. The proof convincingly established, and the jury implicitly found that Mr. Trump deliberately and forcibly penetrated Miss Carroll's vagina with his fingers, causing immediate pain and long lasting emotional and physical harm that is that was stated in a united states by a united states district court judge honorable lewis kaplan in a court of law on january 16th 2024 
I'm getting reprimanded right now. You're not. I'm saying no, that's I a am thing. getting reprimanded. That's a thing that happened. And that's yes. a thing that exists. In that was our... proven in a court of law that it happened. Yes. Okay. And I'm saying that's a that's a United States court. Right. Judge in a United States court has made this that has determined these facts. These are facts in real life. They're mm-hmm. not on a YouTube channel. They're not on TikTok. But you know nobody believe but you know that his party does not believe these facts. It's alternative facts. That's what I'm saying. These are facts that have been established in a United States district court by a by a United States judge. But they're alternative facts by Miss Conway. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying though. That's why I, I say it. The context of these is a courtroom where you right. don't get to make stuff up. Right. And it, and there's a jury of your peers who right. looked at this evidence and came to this conclusion. Right. They aren't Republicans, they aren't Democrats. Right. They aren't on the, they aren't deep state. They're just regular people that were selected for a jury. Mm-hmm. And they go back to their jobs, they go back to their regular lives after that. So that's my whole point here. This is, these are facts established in a U.S. court of law. Agreed. And so when you say he's been found guilty, that's it. That's, what, that's, that's the fact. They can't use the term guilty because it wasn't a criminal conviction. It's liable is the term because that's as close as you can get in a civil case. Because it's a civil case. case. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I've been standing correct. I've been corrected. But anyway, that that was just to establish that fact. That is a fact. The nominee of the Republican, the potential nominee, likely to be the nominee, we'll see, for the United States, the president of the United States of America has that established fact in a court of law. And how many cases does he still have waiting I don't know, there's 91 or 92 charges in, what, five cases? No, no, no. Sexual assault. Oh, sexual. Oh, well, no. 17? Well, there's been accusations. I don't think he has any cases pending. I think he does. I don't know, but there's, what, how many accusers? 24 or something like that? Yeah, but I think he actually has cases pending. Could be. I don't know. I don't know if he has more cases. Uh, You're you're right. There might be one or two cases pending as well. But do you... (laughs) <laughs> he's guilty of one already <laughs> right I mean there's one that's been established that's an established fact yeah and those words were said in a, in a court of law and so if somebody says you can't say that on my, on my thing it was said by a United States district judge so you can't censor me. I mean, you I know. didn't say. No, I not was you. Trying, I'm not you. I'm saying some trying, platform says you can't say that. It's get, like I, if I wore a shirt that said that, so you shouldn't say that in public. Well, then your guy shouldn't do it in public. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have done it at all. Um, no, I was just trying not. I'm trying to. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't, and especially as a woman, I should not have. Uh, um, we we should not try to clean that up. It's it is what it is. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so the federal election interference case, the um, Georgia election interference case, I wonder if this is not going to show them, the classified documents case, the um, the hush money case. And he's got the fraud case in New York. That, I already talked about that, so it doesn't talk about that. So let me, the well, other I cases. I the fraud case in New York. Yes, I did. That, that was the first one? What was the first one you said? You should listen to me sometimes. Did I skip it? Did I not hear it? <laughs> um, oh, I think because that case is done. It hasn't been... It, oh, yeah. The, I guess they're in penalty phase. Right. They're in penalty phase. Are they? Is that over and they're in penalty? Yeah, I guess it is. And they're in penalty phase, I yeah. think. Yeah. But so I'm... I'm 
I'm wondering a little bit more, going back to Miss Willis, if she was male, if this would even come to light. And I'm not saying it's if it's question. right or wrong. I'm just saying that if she was male, that this probably would not come to... I don't know, because I think Trump's people would certainly try to dig it up. And, and good for them. I mean, I say if they've got a case and they, they you know, if there's uh, something like this to be found, then yeah, they should probably find it. Yeah. The New York State fraud case, the uh, Manhattan defamation and sexual assault, and this is that's the Eugene E. Jane Carroll, right. the hush money, um, uh, the um, classified documents, election um, in Georgia, um, election subversion. Uh, where's this Department of Justice election subversion? Oh, that's the J six. Um, there are definitely, okay, I'm going to do this. Anyway, I think there, there are quite a few cases, but they'll, they're going to take years to, to, to get all the way through because even if, even the ones that he's lost so far, I mean, I think some of these, the appeals will go pretty fast and they'll get rejected if, if he loses, but other ones, those appeals are going to take a long time. Like I think the... You know, like he'll appeal this E. Jean Carroll settlement. It'll still take a while because they'll um, probably l lower the number, you know, whatever he, they, they allocate to him. They'll, the appeal will somehow probably lower the number. They always do. And it's still, and again, we always forget to talk about, and I hate that the news doesn't ever mention this. Yeah. But these people that win these settlements for X millions of dollars, they never get the money. No. I mean, they years, 20 years, they haven't collected the money. So they act like he's got to write a check next week. He's not going to write well, a check next week, right? And they act like this is going to stop him. No, it's not. No, a, 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 yeah, a. No matter what the amount is, is not going to stop him, and he's not going to have to write a check. Now, this this case in New York with the fraud case, maybe because he might have to put up some kind of a bond. Even well, if they he could put it. they'll put a lien against his properties. Maybe I mean he might have to, but you know it doesn't happen very often, so they may not. And also that may be so small it doesn't matter. But, you know, in some of these cases, he's not going to have to pony up any money for years, if he ever does. Right. And even then, I'm sure there'll be bankruptcy after bankruptcy, and he'll find a way out of it, you know. And and in B, a lot of it's not his money anyways. These donors are giving him the money to pay for these cases. But, but well, I think, I think he's, I think, I Santos, wish... I think Santos took a page out of Trump's book of saying, yeah. like, I could just ask people for money and <laughs> tell them it's for this thing and use it for whatever I want. Yeah, he made he... the mistake of winning. Yeah, because he could have just kept losing forever. That was Santos' problem. But for Trump, that was he. He just knew how he knew the words to say to get this. Uh, well, yeah, that's another that group going, and also they pour money into him, and it feeds into this. Bonnie Willis just feeds and, into the into that whole "I'm persecuted," you know, shtick that he does, right? Right. And so it just it's also bad from from that perspective. But for me, the larger thing is just it just turns people off to to our systems and makes us less. You know, we just lose support for institutions, and these rebuilding these institutions is not not easy once you tear them down. So this is not not something we want to see happen. But um, yeah. So but I, I hate when the news just lets that go and acts like someone's writing a check. You know, they never they never get money in those civil cases. Like it never happens. Like this will go on for years and never he, he's never going to pay anything. But the news just acts like 
Now, if you settle like Fox News did for the 700-something million... Did they get their money, though? That, you, if you're going to do a settlement, you pretty much have to pay. Did they settle or did the... They settled. Okay. They settled and before then, so the court That was with Dominican. Happened. Now they've got the other they've one, They've got though. the other one with... Um, I can't remember their name now. Smartmatic, I think. Smartmatic. Smartmatic. But they're suing for like triple. Is it more? I thought yeah. it was the same, roughly the same. Roughly I thought billion. it was more. I thought it was roughly a billion, but I, I don't know. But in that case, when you settle like that... So Trump has written checks. I mean, he settled for several things. A $25 million, I think it was, when he had to settle for Trump University being a fraud. He, yeah. paid, he had to write checks for $25 million. So that, that money actually got paid, I'm pretty sure. You can double-check that, but I think, I think that money did actually get paid, or at least some amount of that got paid. But when you don't settle and you just have a, have a court case, you know, a decided amount like this, this goes on forever because our court system is really slow at ever, especially on these civil cases, of ever getting a resolution and collecting the money. Like, how do you enforce collecting the money? If you just keep saying no, you get another penalty. Yeah, and you can say no again. And you get another penalty, and like you say, you, they can start to take over his properties and sell properties. And I think that's more likely to happen in this New York fraud case than it is with the um, Eugene Carroll case. To be honest with you, but you know, again, I could be wrong. But I'm just saying, historically, if you look at these cases, these civil cases, well, these she maybe if she gets this done early, she can just get in line quicker. She True, could, for she sure. Could just, yeah, she can Im- immediately just file a lien. No, well, I yes. don't know if that you can. Yeah, I don't, you can. You know, because it's it's a government thing. They have to be. They enforce it, not you. Right. So you she goes and, to the government. So she goes to, just like she can go. So how'd that work for the Brown family? And OJ. Well, because because there was nothing to put a lien on. He didn't own anything. He was already broke by then. But yeah, but she could probably put, and also maybe it varies from state to state. But she could immediately put a lien on um, whatever well, I think she if wants. It's going into appeal, she might not be able to because it might, no, might be that's pending true. appeal. Or I don't know. Maybe is she able? Because well, like I said, sometimes they will put up, make them put up like a bond to 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 like you know hold that they have standing or not standing. It's not the word I'm looking for, but hold that they have the money. Okay, I think or that. some of the money, so that so that even during the appeal, they have to put up some money, almost like an escrow. I don't know why. If he, if you, if somebody owed us a lot of money, we could put a lien on their property. But you don't. They don't owe it yet because of the appeal. Puts that right. suspends it. That puts it on hold. So you think? But yeah, I know it's weird. Like the court said, you owed him money, but then your enforcement mechanism is difficult. Because yeah, it's not quite the same as just someone owed you money on a loan. It's like somehow it's different. That it's the. It's like the court system ends up having to enforce it, and you, you know, and you just it's just really hard to collect that money. And, and then, sometimes people just. Um, Agree upon a percent, a small percentage of it, just to right. get it over with. Get it yeah, out. I mean, the Browns sold that X million dollar settlement for pennies on the dollar later to somebody else to go try to collect. Yeah. Like twenty five years later, or thirty years later. Yeah, I mean, they they tried to get the money for thirty years and never got it. Yeah. So, so that just drives me crazy about the news acting like we're all saying, "Oh, that's uh, awesome! They're well, going to take this. Like Someone's going to pay this money." No, they're not going to pay this money. The Sandy Hook family got a billion and a half dollars from uh, Alex. How much do you think Jones? they've actually collected? Oh, zero, because he's in the middle of a um, bankruptcy. He's in the middle of the bankruptcy, and you you keep saying, "Why is he working? Why is he working? He has to work." He has to work. But why does he still get to do the same things he was doing? I know. There's no he one stopping get, him from doing that. He doesn't get to say, this is the funny thing about it. He doesn't get to say Sandy Hook was fake. All he could do now is complain about how they're making him pay so much money. 
Mm-hmm. But he can't say it was all fake. He just said, oh, those guys. Which, to me, if I were your listener, I'm like, well, because you have to pay him so much money cause because you lost the case. Because you lied, yeah. Because you lied, right. Right, but they don't see it that way. Nope. Yeah, so I think that's, I guess that's enough of a rant on that topic. Oh, boy. I'm, uh, trust me, folks. This rant is not over with Mr. Beckmeyer. All right, so what else do you want to jump to? I don't know. Can uh, can you handle anything else? Do you need to take a break? Well, I'm going to talk about this one thing for the take a break then, if you want to take a break. No, 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 I've got stuff. You got some take a break? Yeah, do your take a break. Well, you know, what about all his um, Trump's lawyers that quit? Oh, I I know I saw something about that, but I don't know much detail. For the Florida case, they they all quit. So that's the documents case? Joe's... (laughs) I always want to call him Joe Tapioca. Yeah. But Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a much better name. You I don't like see it. that name? You don't see, read oh. that like that? No, but I do, this, I do know what you're talking look about. Look at his name. Yeah, I do. When you look at it, that's true. Very, the first very thing much I it see looks is, like Joe Tapi- Tapioca. And immediately I go, oh, David loves tapioca. I should make him so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually really good. Do we have any? We uh-huh. should make some. <laughs> Tapapino, is that his name? Tapapino? Tacapino, that's it. Tacapino, right? Tacopina. Yeah. Not Pino Pina. Oh, no, he was, he's not the. uh, That's not the one that quit. He's he's the uh, E. Jean Carroll case. He attended the selection of the E. Jean Carroll. He also explained why the attorneys are leaving their client. Um, Part part because he won't do what they say and keep saying stupid things. I know. So that was that was interesting. Why are all those? Isn't that wasn't that also his lawyer for someone else? I feel like that guy's been around. I feel like things, that's yeah. his that's his um, documents case lawyer too. It might be. I'm not sure. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I saw something about that, but I don't know too many of the details. So, <laughs> what what's your feelings on Newsmax? I'm sure I've asked you this a million times. I get Newsmax confused. Is is Newsmax like an aggregator? Um, can we look them up on like AdFontes or something? I don't know. So there was this... Um, I get confused about which one Newsmax is. I think there's something else I confuse it with that's just crazy right-wing thing. Yeah. And I don't know if Newsmax is the one. I feel like Newsmax is more of an aggregator. So... Um, No, I think Newsmax is one of those crazy ones. But so they had a um they had the you know, Zoom calls, how everyone takes the calls in their in their house and the guy's in the studio and he's asking him questions. Remember a long time ago that one guy who's the British reporter, he was in his office and his kids come in and then the the babysitter comes and tries to pull the kids out while he's doing his report. Um, no, remind me of this. Yeah, so the guy, it was a, some English guy. It's happened a few years oh, ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. The kid in the background. Yeah. yeah, the kid comes in, and then the girl, little baby in the in the walker comes in. <laughs> then suddenly comes in the nanny, comes running in, trying to drag the kids out while the guy's doing his report. Yeah. So this guy was on Newsmax, trying doing some report, and um, and in <laughs> so Newsmax is strong right, but generally reliable okay okay that's good except for this poor guy who they were talking on the news um and behind him in the door walks a he's an older guy walks in an older guy in his underwear walks 
right behind him. <laughs> There's just some random legal case where this happened. Oh, it changed. It went to something I else. hate when that happens. Yeah, it always does that. Uh, it brought up a bunch of ads or something, yeah. No, I don't want to do That's that. That's funny, though. But um, I ha you have to see it. It's uh, so hilarious. And, By the uh, way, what I just did is look up Newsmax on Adfontes Media, so they have they'll give you a quick, you know, bias rating and a reliability rating. You know, it's not the only thing to trust, but it's a good starting point for any news source that they know about. David, they don't rate everything. Yeah, it looks super familiar. Oh God, that's hilarious. And he's wearing um, a wife beater and boxers. Yeah, he looks like he just came in from the ranch. <laughs> but he <laughs> walks right into the guy's interview on Newsmax. Oh, that was on TV. That was on TV. Oh, God, that's funny. That's hilarious. So what did you see? You saw this guy in his suit. Well, at least he had a suit on from the waist chest up. up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to say waist up, chest up. And he's doing right. talking on his interview. And in behind him walks this old man <laughs> in a tank, uh, a wife beater and, and boxer shorts just walks by. Do -do 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 -do. <laughs> Drinks milk big, out of big, the garden. Big bear belly. Yeah. Drinks milk out of the carton. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. But anyway. But yeah, if you ever want to check a source, you can always do that. There's other sources too, but Adfontes is one. What's it called? Adfontes Media. Can you spell that? A-D-F-O-N-T-S Media. And what do you call it? Adfontes Media. Fontes? Yeah. A-D-F-O-N-T. A-D is a word. Ad. Ad. Space. Font. F-O-N. Yeah, font. E-S. Oh, E-S. I didn't hear E-S. I just heard S. So, I, so I'm like, how do you get ad fontes out of ad fonts? Ad <laughs> fontes. Okay. Ad fontes media. So fontes is someone's name? Uh, you know, it's a good question. I don't know where the name derives from. Okay. Could be some, yeah. I'm not sure. I, pro I assume that's what it is, but I'm not sure. It's probably another research project for another day. Yeah. So I did not even see this in the news. Did you see that Japan was the fifth nation to reach the moon? They, yeah, they, uh, they but, landed a robot. Yeah, an unmanned. Yeah, an unmanned robot yes. lander thing. Last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even, even really see that. Anyone talking about that? I mean, I did see it ultimately because I'm talking about it now. But you know, I mean, I didn't see it like highlighted in the news, in the stuff we were watching. Um. Yeah. What you? So this is what this oh, is what. Some, oh, we're almost out of time. I got some funny. We're lists. not out of time. Don't say that. Okay. I hate when you say that. So, but this, okay, so you want to know what grinds my gears? Yeah, you know I what do. Cheese, you know what cheeses me? <laughs> I want to know what cheeses you, for sure. <laughs> um, the uh, Avalde report came out. Oh, I know. I didn't put it on my list because it's so, so bad. It is heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it, already, we're, everyone's already broken heart. This is heart shattering. It's just, it's also just atrocious and just, scandalous. And, and the stuff that's coming we, out is just unfreaking real i mean even you know not even but i say i mean so many other law enforcement organizations are just coming out and saying what in the hell all these people should resign and they're still there they're getting raises some of them are getting raises they're getting bonuses people are getting their full retirement um and these they're finding out that uh law enforcement got taken by um ambulance to for care before their kids did yeah and, you know, there, so many lives were lost for their inactivity. They go, well, we didn't know who was in charge. What do you mean you don't know who's in charge? If no one's in charge, you're you're in charge. Especially, and the, they've all been trained now. They've been having these drills. Were they, though? That's well, the that's question. Well, that's what I'm saying. We've been talking about these um, 
you know, the kids have to, you know, get these ter- uh, oh, active yeah. shooter drills all right. the time. The teachers are supposed to learn it. Right. Law enforcement, too, has supposedly been getting. There's federal funding for this. There's like the, the law enforcement has been trained that these active shooters, you just go in. You don't wait for a, a manager. You don't wait. Let's take one step back and say there shouldn't have been a school shooting. There should never have been an yeah. active shooter. Right. We understand. Don't don't get, get us wrong. Right. We understand. There should... These cops should have never had to deal with this situation. But guess what? You did. You right. did and have to deal with it. they have been trained these days that if that happens, you, if, you, if you find yourself in that situation, you go in. Yeah. Right? You don't wait for things. You go in. Yeah. And that's what all this training has supposedly been happening. Like, these active shooter drills have been going on for like 10 years. You know, what was the... When was uh, Sandy Hook? Sandy Hook was a while ago. When was the... Yeah. When was the... Yeah. I mean, it's like... This is not new. This has been in training for a long time. These guys should have all had that training by now. There's no excuse that they weren't given that training and didn't know to do that. There's no such thing as waiting for supervisor. You go in. Yeah. In these situations. So that, so uh, saying we're sorry and, and there's no way we can make any of tell people how you feel on this and now how tragic this is for his family and one mother's on there saying, you know, I still have to go on every day and take my other two kids to school and get them to practice. Tomorrow's the anniversary. I have to pretend like nothing's happened because I've got two little kids that I still have to, to deal with. So that's just tragic. And then so spin off to the um, another school shooting at the Oxford School, at Oxford High School in um Oh, shoot. What's, is it Iowa? Is that the one in Iowa? Uh, Michigan. Michigan, okay. Michigan. And that's the one where the kid um, got called out of class several times for disturbing internet searches on computers, on school computers. He was looking for ammo, ammo material. Um, that's the one where his parents bought him the gun for, you know, it was a Christmas present. It's okay. It's mm. okay. Oh, yeah. And that's the Crumbly family. A crumbly, I say crumbly family. It is crumbly, by the way. <laughs> and then once once this all happened, the parents took took off because the parents refused to take the kid home. They brought the kid. They got called into in school and they said, "Okay, so he's suspended. You need to take him home." And they refused and they walked out without him. I said, "No, he's going to school. He's fine. You guys are going crazy." Well, then he shoots up to school, and um, he and, killed and- four students. And he, he got a life sentence without the possibility of parole. So and how he, old was that kid? Uh, at the time, he was 15. What did the parents get? Stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying. I'm he, yelling at the situation. Okay. And then, so, but when, but <laughs> like, when the kid the got caught, remember, remember the parents took off. Oh, I do remember that. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now now that, that the... Um, the sent the trial's over with the kid, and the kid's got life sent a uh, life sentence uh, for murder and terrorism. He also got charged with terrorism. And it, I thought we we were just complaining we don't have terrorism laws, but okay. Um, he he was charged as an adult and pleaded guilty to two dozen um, counts, including murder and terrorism. <laughs> so okay. anyway, so now you know, and they caught the parents, and the parents have been in jail the whole time too. So now they're, it's time for the parents to be um, charged. So they, the parents are fighting to have separate trials. And they're also fighting they always want the other one to go first because what happens is is that they're going to blame the other parent. They're going to do the fingerprinting. Pointing. Mm-hmm. So whichever parent goes first, 
both both these guys they're losers i mean they've already lost but um it's so crazy to me that why are we even letting them play the game Mm -hmm. you know but hey so it'll be so we'll be interesting to see these cases going forward but yeah they're 40 45 and 47 and what are they charged with um involuntary manslaughter Interesting. Okay. Four count. Four counts. Is that is that unusual there's four kids. and rare? Yes. In these, so it's the first time. It's the first time. It's okay. the first time that um, any parent has been held accountable for um, any of these kids, and mm-hmm. and this was clear because this this right. kid was 15 years old when this happened. Yeah. And these parents were called down to school numerous times, and right before he shot everybody up, they were called down to school to take him, and they said. We're not going to take him. He's not a problem. And they walked out and left him. So He's your problem. He's your, yeah. So James Crumbly and his wife, Jennifer, four counts of involuntary manslaughter. But they'll be tried separately. Hmm. It will be interesting to watch how that goes. That's, I would think being such a new case like that, that's you know, probably a risky case. So it'll be interesting to watch that, see how that goes. Yeah, well, they... Um, the psycholo- the psychologist that testified on behalf of um, the kid, Ethan, he um, basically uh, tagged him as a feral child. It sounds like it. Growing up in a household where the uh, where his parents were arguing all the time, and he was un- neglected and unsupportive. But they did buy him a gun. But yeah, they... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. So um, that's not going to look too good. Well, so, because this is this is the sad state of affairs we're in. That, see, we're just moving right into the next one. No, right? I'm, I'm moving into the next school shooting. Exactly. Yeah, because this, that ties into this one, which was the Iowa high school principal, that Dan Marburger, yeah. who was wounded as he protected students during a January 4th school shooting that killed one and injured six. He yeah. died. Yes, he did. Last week. Yes. So we probably could dovetail a whole show on school shootings, huh? That is heartbreaking that that's the case that we can we have enough material to probably just go on for several shows and i have the privilege to not say i don't want to do that (laughs) yeah that's true yeah we have the privilege to say we're not going to do that yeah but i mean that's how terrible it is out there no i'm just uh so i'm it's a a bold move to charge to have the parents responsible, but obviously they were so responsible for this whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, so this shooting happened in November 2021, and then he was charged as adult right away. And then right, and then two days later, so he did the he did the shooting on November 30th, and on December. On um, third, the prosecutors announced involuntary manslaughter charges against the fam- the parents. It's just now going to court. But you know what? Bravo for those prosecutors for jumping in. We're doing this now. Yeah, it will be like I say, it'll be an interesting case to see how it plays out and what it might mean for future and cases. And they've been in jail the whole time. So, but just just last month, uh, so it took two years to get uh, him to court. But just last month. Ethan, the child, he's still a child. I'm sorry. He's still a child. Um, 
was sentenced to life without possibility of parole. Yeah. I mean, it's, that part of it sat all around as well. Yeah. I mean, he was a 15-year-old kid. Yeah. Um, so did you see that the Los Angeles Times uh, Guild staged a one-day walkout at the... I did. And they walked out in multiple cities on Friday. 300 members Yep. walked out for a day. And a preemptive, uh, there's going to be massive layoffs already. And did you see that uh, Sports, Illustrator, uh, Sports Illustrator laid off most of their staff? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was on yeah. the list too. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. But so, yeah, we'll get, let's go to that one sec. But so, yeah, so this is the first un, first walkout they've had in 152 years. Yeah. That paper's been around for 152 years. That seems crazy. Of course it has. LA has been around for 152 years. It doesn't make sense to me. David, take. Uh, it, yes, it's been, it's been around since you. It said it started printing in 1881. So, yeah. And. LA's been around since the early 1800s, at least. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think that's significant. 142 years. Sorry, I got that wrong. 142 years. Well, we should lighten it up. All right. Well, let's see. What have, what have I got? I've got the uh, list of... <laughs> uh, the most expensive states for groceries. This is probably not going to surprise anybody. No, but I do have a I do have a side comment on that. Okay. <laughs> so, the economy's good. The stock market is right back up to its all time high, right, or hovering around there. Um, interest rates are down. Uh, unemployment is what three point eight percent. I think it's less than that. Okay. Okay, fine. It's but low. Yeah, it's something like that. It's all low. Something like that. But uh, and wages are high, er, high er. But groceries are still fucking outrageous. Yeah, yeah, they are. So, and people see that just, and feel that. It, that, but that's that's what they feel. Right. The average person doesn't care what the stock market is, and it doesn't really impact your wallet. No. No. No, and it goes. Oh, it, it impacts your four hundred one k. How many? What's the percentage of workers that have a four hundred one k? It's a good question. I know it's a good question, so I ask it. I don't know. Look that up. It's not. It's not as many as you think. Right. It's. It's right. It's not going to be everybody. Right. So, and even then, that depends on what your four hundred one k is tied to. Right, and what percentage of your wealth is your four hundred one k too? Right. Exactly. So, groceries is what hits everybody. And especially people in poor neighborhoods, because groceries tend to be higher in those neighborhoods. Right. So I don't. So you can tell you can tell people all you want. I mean, insurance is out out uh, crazy expensive too. Both um, homeowners, auto, and health healthcare insurance is ridiculous. So you, we can fight all our want, all we want that the economy's good. The things that everybody has to spend money on is super high, and that's the problem. Yeah. Well, gas and gas and groceries, right? Gas is down. Gas is down a bit. Yeah. Actually, gas down. Yeah. Yeah, I think in some places gas is down to where it was like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. So, but the things that people have to spend. Oh, and car prices are down. Yeah, and car and house sales are down too. 
well, I think house sales are going to start to go up as as interest rates catch up, mortgage rates catch up. Yeah. Well, there's some talk of this year they might be lowering interest rates again. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But that's not going to change grocery prices. No. Um, and as uh, as uh, being in the logistics business, uh, those prices are going back up um, again, too. And especially with the what's going on in the Red Sea, it's going to be, it's definitely going to impact us. So stuff uh, being brought over is going to be affected. So you've got low, we've got low water, which is slows the things down. Things are getting, uh, the water levels are so low in the Suez Canal that it, things aren't going through as qu- quickly. And then we've got a war going on in the Red Sea. We didn't even talk about the, how many wars are going on right now. But let's wait and talk about that later. Yeah, that's probably going to uh going to only increase this year i think okay so back to what you were saying oh so i was just saying that the uh, groceries were most expensive well the most expensive states so the top 10 guess what's number one new york or california california yep oddly new york is not in the top 10 okay there's no and that's reason statewide so. there's no reason california should be number one 90 percent of the of um meat and uh, nuts come from California. Well, and also a huge amount of groceries. I mean, I mean vegetables. Vegetables, and, right? Yeah. Ninety percent. It's well, ninety percent of it all just the goes nuts. To show but it doesn't really have a lot to do with cost. No. It just has to do with what, what the market will bear. So yeah. So uh, and surprisingly, Nevada is number two. Because it's so close to California. I don't know. And then, yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So it's Nevada, Mississippi, Washington, Florida. Mississippi. I know Mississippi is a top. Just third. And Mississippi's on a waterway. Yeah. But if you look at cities, instead of the whole state, the number one city's most expensive for groceries is Miami. What? Yeah. Miami, Houston, and Riverside, of all places. Riverside, California? I assume it's California. I mean, I, I, Riverside I, is a huge hub And I'm surprised for that, um, shipping. And then California, I mean, I mean, San Francisco and Los Angeles are the next two. So it's like, wow, I can't believe Riverside is higher than San Francisco and Los Angeles. Yeah. And New York comes in at number seven. Seattle is six. So, yeah, so this by city it's a little different, but but yeah, by state, California's number one. Mm. And oddly, New York is not even in the top ten. But I guess New York has it's a big state and it has New York City, but then it has a lot of other places. Can you hear the dog? I put her in my lap. Yeah, you think you can hear the dog? I think you can. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, so, um, you know, uh, the Patriots cut ties with Belichick. Yep. Oh, they, uh, yeah. Well, I saw they fired him, but. Yeah. So they, they cut ties with him and you're like, well, you know, he's an old man. He's just going to take his. Uh, oh, no. What's his plan? Falcons. You going the Falcons? Yeah. Most likely. It's not a done deal. But why can't these old guys just go home? Sometimes you kind of wonder, huh? Yeah, he's got more money. I mean... Yeah, he's also got more sort of success and, you know, like what else you need to tick off your bucket list? The Falcons. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Well, and it might just be a, you know, a nose up to to Patriots, right? But at some point you got to say, at some point you got to look at a, you got to move on kind of thing. I mean, at some point you got to look at your future. You know, so you he's a thousand years old. What do you mean he's got to look no, no, at his future? No, no, I mean the patriot, from the Patriots side. The Patriots have to look at their next generation at some point. 
right? Okay. So, I mean, I, but, get, I get why the Patriots decided to move on. Yes, but why would the Falcons pick that up then? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, you're going to have to get down. I know, I know. Don't, oh, dog, God, don't look at me that way. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to get down. Okay, here, go get in your bed. All right. Okay, uh, there was one, one more thing that I want to talk about. There's probably a bunch of things I want to talk about. But, um, so have you ever noticed that McDonald's Coke, Coca-Cola, is so good? Yeah, I disagree, but I, I guess I haven't had it. What do you McDonald's mean you disagree? Coke. I never, I didn't think they'd mix their Cokes right. Oh. I, I never liked it. They, according to Coca-Cola, McDonald's does the perfect Coke. They, they do it right. According to Coca-Cola, McDonald's does the perfect Coke. Okay. So here's the reason why. Extra syrup? Little. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not only that. It's And this always cracks me up because I'm like, How, do these things really make that big of a difference? But all their um, fountain sodas, are their fountain machines are cleaned every, by regulations, have to be cleaned every night with uh, filtered water. And the, the water that is used to make the... Sodas, it has to be filtered water. So there has to be a, and that's one of those things that we can go back to. Was why why was the blurry the McFlurry machine always broken? Because <laughs> the guy who sold the flurry machine told you only they can fix it, no one else could fix it. So it's like Coca Cola has the standard on our and McDonald's the corporation has a standard on how your fountain needs to work. So it has to be cleaned regularly. Has, you can only use filtered water with the filters that they um, that, that are approved. And unlike other restaurants, the Coca-Cola syrup is not ever put in a um, bladder, a plastic bladder. The What's it in? It's in canisters, metal canisters hmm. that are recycled and used. But so the Coca-Cola syrup is shipped to McDonald's in a insulate it's shipped cold it's always cold the syrup's never allowed to warm up okay so the syrup goes to the coca-cola where and i mean the mcdonald's where they repackage everything and send it out to their stores it's delivered in a in a insulated metal tanker steel stainless steel tanker and it's then it's put into stainless steel canisters, and it's never allowed to warm up. And that's why McDonald's has the best or the most perfect Coca-Cola. And I have to admit, even the Diet Coke, which Diet Fountain Coke is not always great. McDonald's Diet Fountain Coke is pretty is more than acceptable. Okay. So we're gonna have to you're gonna have to take a trip. I mean, you haven't drank Coke in years. No. Yeah, but you were a Coke drinker. Yeah. So, I found that very interesting. It is interesting. Like, is it? Like, like, that's is like it? when I took that whole course about making coffee, like the peach <laughs> way and everything, and then it's like I found that's out. That's not interesting. Well, I mean, the only funny part is about like at the end of the day, it's all these things and the temperature of the water has to be this exact amount. And you do this and that. And then they go, and now you measure the coffee out. And it's like, oh, well, there's the thing. They're putting like five times more coffee in than I do. <laughs> that's why it's better. <laughs> That, but that wasn't interesting. And uh, we also, yeah, never mind. <laughs> There's a lot of opinions in our family about how to make coffee. Oh, my God, yeah. We have a lot of coffee geeks. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. Yeah, so. All right. 
Okay, well. well that was that was fun. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, my rant was okay. Well, I, you were very upset, but I'm also saying you need to look at the other side. What other side? There's no other side. Yeah, there is. Well, there's no other side. She did wrong, and she's gonna. If she if she did wrong, she's gonna be. She's gonna pay for it, and she's gonna pay big, but because she's a woman. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's okay. I'll give you that, but I'm just saying that it's already wrong. You can't undo it now. It's too late. So when a woman tries to work in a man's world, if she works like a man, I don't she know gets, why you keep going to that. Because I, I, it's, it's I really think it, thing. I really think though, if, if if this the roles were reversed, it would not be this way. But hey, don't forget who's making your dinner before you argue <laughs> anymore. Love you. Love you. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining in. We got Doobie, Jose, John Bush, Taylor Maid, Daryl with the Dashes, Dr. James Goodman, Topics with Mac, Health, Health, Heath, Heath, Heath Cummings. I always, I, uh, my eyes aren't working tonight. Kenyatta Gardner, Cecilia Grace, Sonia Sandra, Zena Bermudez, probably getting some of these pronunciations wrong. Dark Cancer, oh, that sounds scary. And Mary Kay, thanks for joining in. And we'll catch everybody next week. At this time, I might try to do some other lives this week. We'll see how it goes. So we'll sign out. Thanks for listening. Good night.